The KTSA Home Improvement Show with Martin Bamba. Presented by Window World. Talk to Martin now. 210-599-5555. Now, Martin Bamba. Hey, hey, hey. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. 906 on AM 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Good to have you along for a beautiful Saturday morning in the Alamo City. Thanks to those of you listening all over our listening area, including uh, the Coastal Bend and the Texas Hill Country and down south and up north and and everybody in between. We appreciate you uh, making us a part of your Saturday morning routine. Uh, Jim is off this weekend. He's taking a little family time and uh, getting a a daughter married off this, uh, this weekend. So... Congratulations to Sam and her new husband, and uh, and we wish you all the best. And, and Jim, have a great time uh, at the wedding if you're out there listening this morning. In his place this morning, we're really happy to have my buddy Dwayne Charping on from uh, Roof Fix. You hear him every Sunday here on KTSA. Thanks for being here, Dwayne. Hey, thank you, Martin. I always enjoy your awesome show, and uh, thank you for having me on. And, man, filling those shoes for Jim, I don't think I could do that, but I'll, I'll give it my best shot. Well, I, I, you're going to do great. I got, I got, <laughs> you, do, you knock it out of the park every time you're in here, man. What are you talking about? Uh, what, what that means to you, the listener, though, is that if you have roofing questions today, we got the guru in here. So uh, let's, let's get uh, some roofing questions. If you have them, today is a great day to get them answered uh, by, the, by the man himself. Uh, he is the owner of Roof Fix here in San Antonio. You hear me talk talk about him every Saturday on this show. I always talk about Roof Fix, talk about uh, their accolades, and, and, uh, and of course the fact that they're the number one roofing company in San Antonio. If you need to get a roof done, it doesn't matter if it's a slate, uh, if it's, a, if it's a, a comp shingle roof, if it's a metal roof, you name it, tile roof. Am I, am I missing anything? No, tile roofs, metal roofs, shingle roofs. That's right. Uh, you know, so and you know, we got a special gift to everybody on December, making December the best time to buy a roof. What you got going on? You know, we're doing the uh, half off of labor, so we're Ooh. doing you know fifty percent off labor, and we're offered a zero percent financing with zero money down and no payments till 2022 so we're making it affordable easy and uh this is really the time if you're considered a roof to give us a call well you uh you 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 were man i'll tell you what that is some good stuff there yeah, it's been a good year for us, you know, and we just wanted to really give back to the community. And, uh, you know, it also helps us clean up some of that extra inventory and get a fresh start for next year. It's always always nice to be able to close out the year uh, strong and, and, uh, and help help the customers out while you're doing it absolutely i like that so uh if again if you have any roofing questions this morning certainly not the only thing that we're taking calls on we would love to talk to you about roofing or uh as we say on the show anything from the roof to the foundation and everything in between we are here to help the number is 210-599-5555 210-599-5555 that's the number to get in on the conversation as we uh, get things started off with richard this morning richard good morning welcome to the show uh, good morning. Good morning. You guys have helped me on uh, several other projects on my house. So my dilemma is uh, the privacy fence in the back. Okay. The neighbor's tree has grown and pushed my fence section over. Okay. Can't, uh, can't cut the tree down. It's too big. So, well... Well, if you can't cut the tree down, your your only option is to is to uh, reconstruct the fence to where it configures around the tree, which which certainly can be done. I've seen it done many times. 
Um, you know, if you don't want to lose the, the tree or your neighbor doesn't want to cooperate and help you trim the tree back or, or if it's the stump of the tree, if it's the trunk of the tree that's growing into the fence, you simply uh, either build your fence around the tree or stop the fence on either side of the tree and, and seal it up, a lot, not seal it up, but, you know, pin it up along the bottom so you don't have your critters, uh, if you have puppies or what have you, getting in and out. Uh, there are lots of ways to skin that cat, I guarantee you. Oh, yeah, that, that was the plan. So I had a company come out. They gave me an estimate, but then they hit me with a, a $375 additional fee. So I called up, and they said, well, it's less than an eight-hour job because it's only 58 feet. So we have to charge you as though it was 100 feet for labor. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Is that 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 is absolutely normal. Um, most most home improvement companies and service companies do have a minimum charge. Um, for instance, uh, and now now I shouldn't speak for Dwayne. He he might be a little different. But for instance, with us, uh, when we go out, we'll be happy to sell one window, but we do have to charge a minimum charge on a one window install because it takes a crew out of the field where they could be you know earning good money putting in five or six windows where they have to go and do one window now. We don't turn down one-window jobs because we know there are customers in certain instances that need one window. But there is absolutely um, a, a surcharge that's put on for a minimum uh, amount of work because there is labor involved and skilled labor involved, and 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 their time is valuable. You're not you're not paying uh, you're not paying so much by the hour. You're paying for the skill level of that of that installer or that fence builder, and and their time is you know it's it's worth a certain amount of money a day. And they have to make that to make a living. Okay, I just wanted to check. I yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that's a valid question. That's a valid question. Now, where I have a problem with that is when it's not disclosed up front. Right. That's uh, where that's, it, go. that's yeah. Dwayne, what do you think about yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, you can't be surprised with that additional charge. It needs to be negotiated before the work ever starts. Absolutely, so. and 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 I prefer if a company's going to do that, that they're honest about it. And it sounds like this company was very honest about it, that it's a minimum uh, charge, and they explained it exactly right. Uh, if they're doing 100 feet or less, they have to charge like they're doing 100 feet to make it worth uh, their time and, and, and their, their laborer's time to come out and do the work and, and make a living. So they explained it properly. Sounds like they're being upfront about it, and, and I, I would have no problem with that. Well, it was after the fact. He didn't explain it to me. Uh, that's a problem. That's a problem. If yep. they hit you with an extra charge that they didn't discuss up front, that was not on the initial contract, that was not discussed, an addendum was signed, and you agreed to before the end of the job, they shouldn't be charging you that. No, that's a customer service issue. That's I mean, that's a problem. We would eat the cost. Yeah. If, if Dwayne makes a mistake on, on a quote that he gives, if I make a mistake on a quote that I give, or one of my salespeople makes a mistake on that quote, we don't just go back and arbitrarily decide to charge the customer some Absolutely. extra money at the end of the job whenever it's all wrapped up. That's that's not good business. Well, what I'm saying is he said, yeah, it's around 22 a foot. And I said, okay, 50, 60 feet. He goes, yeah. Then he sent me the quote, and it was a add-on for $375. So I called him and go, that's what we have to pay them for eight hours, whether they're there or not. Okay, but but he did this before you signed the contract and before the work was done. No, no, I, I haven't signed the contract. What I'm saying is uh, that was a verbal, and then when he sent me the quote and I saw the 375 additional, I called and said, what is this? 
it was a miss something fee. And I go, what is this? Oh, well, you know, it's going to take us less than eight hours to do 58 feet. So we have to charge a minimum of 100 feet. Okay. Well, I, I'd uh, say that's fair, though, wouldn't you? Because uh, I mean, it's kind of gray area. I, I'll, I'll yeah. say it is kind of gray area. Did you meet this? Did you meet this uh, this estimator or, or the business owner, whomever he was? Did you meet him on site to inspect your fence at your house? Yes. Okay. So he didn't just give you a, a verbal quote over the phone and then ended up sending you a contract with a few different figures on it. He actually met you at your house. Never at your yeah. house when he met with you did he explain that there was a minimum charge because it was a smaller job? No. Yeah, I, I'm not cool with that. I, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. It's, there is gray area there. You didn't have a signed contract, and he didn't charge you more toward the end uh, without discussing it with you. However, he had the opportunity to talk to you about that, and it was very clearly a smaller than than, than an average-sized job. Uh, it would have yeah. been very easy at that initial meeting to explain to you, sir, uh, we would love to do business with you, and we want to do this. Un- please understand that it's a very small job, and we'll be happy to do it, but there is a surcharge because it is a minimum uh, amount that we have to charge for a given job. If he would have done that up front, to me, that would have been much better business, in my oh, opinion. Yeah. In my I, opinion. I well, and and the, good, the good news is you still have a choice, though. You didn't, you, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, that's, 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 the good <laughs> that's the good news, is you haven't signed anything. He hasn't. You don't have a, a contract with this with this contractor, and if you feel uneasy about it, get another quote and talk Absolutely. to somebody else. Who do you recommend? You recommended the carpet company. I took care of that. The painting company. I took care of that. Who do you recommend? You know, uh, the, uh, for for fence building, I there. I hate to say this, but there used to be a company that I would recommend that did a great job for me. But the last time I tried to get them to do some work for me. They told me they would get back to me with a quote, and two months later when I called them up, they said, oh, well, I'm sorry, we're too busy now. Um, so I don't recommend them anymore. They did a great job for me, but I can't recommend them anymore. Uh, so to that end, I don't have would somebody. That, would, that, would that company start with a P? Uh, it's, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you can take from that what you will. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I was very, very disappointed in that. But uh, so I don't recommend. I'm not going to badmouth them, but I'm also not going to recommend them. So, yeah, I'm not going to say the company name, but we we both know who we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we may or may not, Richard. We may or may not. <laughs> Well, listen, man, I, I, I wish I could give you a great recommendation on that right now. I, I don't have one. I haven't had any fence work done in, in the last uh, – the only fence work that I had done was done by a company, and it was ranch fencing. I had, I had some, uh, some, you know, some goat-proof fence with some barbed wire at the top put on, on a little place I have out in Divine, and the company that did it did a great job for me. It's a Hill Country Fence, uh, but I think that they mostly do ranch fencing. Well, it, uh, as he explained to me, and, and we we measured. I was there. He goes, "You only got to come um, eight feet over, then come out two feet, go over two feet, and go back, go around the tree." Right, right. It's 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 a, a relatively easy job. Uh, well, depending on where you're at, if you're if you're in my neck of the woods out in a lotus, it's not an easy job because you got to dynamite the holes. But um, but other than that, it's a pretty easy job. Sounds good. All right, bud. Well, we appreciate you, Richard. Thanks for calling. Good luck to you. And let me know how it turns out. When, and if it's a great company that did a great job for you, give us a call and give them a shout-out, okay? I, I will. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you. Merry Christmas to you. Oh, yeah. That'll get your blood pumping, baby. 
925 on AM 550 KTSA FM 107.1. Don, who is that? Who that? Is that? Love it. Love it. Kind of sounds like a more rocking version of... Uh, Rockin' version of the, the, the Led Zeppelin clones uh, that I also like, incidentally. I'm not one of the haters. I do like them. Uh, but this is cool, man. Greta Van Fleet. Yes, thank you. They got a new album coming out, too. Were you aware? Yeah. Good stuff, man. Thanks. Dirty Honey. I'm going to check that out. Uh, phone lines are open, everybody. It's 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. Uh, got Dwayne Charping in here in studio. You hear him every Sunday on uh, KTSA. Thanks for being here, Dwayne. Hey, thank you. And, and uh, it always works better when you turn it on. I tell Jim the same thing. Am I not turned on? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's my, my uh, studio bloop for the day. Hey, man, I feel like I feel like Jim's here with me. It's awesome. Right? right. <laughs> I told you I'd fill his shoes you're doing, you. you're doing the job, <laughs> man. You are. Oh, Get yourself a phone line, everybody. It's all about you, your home improvement questions. We would love to talk to you this morning. Uh, if you have roofing questions, we got the guy in here to answer every one of them for you, and it doesn't matter what kind of roof you have or what kind of problem you have. I guarantee you we're going to find a solution for you. And any anything else uh, home improvement uh, related, we're going to do our very best to help you this morning uh and hang on you're coming right up but first up this uh not, not first up second up this morning rebecca good morning welcome to the ktsa home improvement show thank you um i had a i have a, a project here at the house that i need to have done i need a new uh shower put in my upstairs bathroom i want to remove the tub and make a walk-in with a seat and glass glass front and at the same time, I decided to go ahead and get a like a, a a new. Well, just make the whole bathroom new. I got a quote from the, this company that came out. To me, it seems extremely high, but I just wanted to know if you could give me like a ballpark figure of approximately what it should cost to um, redo a bathroom like that. Well, you know, that that's kind of a loaded question, Rebecca. Number one, I'm not in the bath and kitchen remodeling business, so I, I don't know what today's um, costs are on materials and labor and, and all of the things that are involved in doing that type of a project. But what I can tell you is that a bath remodel, a complete bath conversion remodel, is not inexpensive. It is an expensive undertaking. Um, it, it, is, uh, it is one of the more expensive single-room remodels that you can do in your house, the kitchen being probably the first the bathroom, master bath especially, being the second. Um, this is not a master bath. It's just a bath. Okay. Uh, and, and, and so, well, tell me the extent of what you're wanting to do in that bathroom. Well, it's, it's got to, it's already got a tile in there, and I would be happy with to keep that tile. But, no, he said it, it, I needed to replace everything. But it was going to cost me right at $25,000. And to me, that just seems extremely high. Now, what, when you say, uh, what are you wanting to do? You're wanting to convert your, your tub into a shower? Yes, uh-huh. Okay. Now, it shouldn't cost $25,000. Um, it should not. That's the only thing that you're doing is just converting your tub into a shower? That and putting a new um, vanity. Okay. Vanity, depending on what vanity you choose, that okay. can be anywhere from 800 to... $2,500, $3,000 for the vanity. Okay, now that's labor and, and the vanity and everything, you know. Right. Um, that's a good range for that. Your shower conversion, to me, that shouldn't cost more. 
and 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 I'm just throwing a number out here just from my own past experience of having it done by by a a great tile man that I use and I love um and and I want to say that the last time that I did this we did it for my my uh, in-laws and it was something like $3800 $4000 something like that so so all in between your vanity and your and your, you should be well and I mean well under 8500 Okay that that that, that just seemed to me like an extreme amount. Twenty five thousand is is extravagant. That uh, and Dwayne Dwayne's shaking his head. He agrees. Yeah. Yeah. I used to work for the box stores. You know, we did the uh, the kitchens and bathroom remodels, and uh, so you've that, got a good idea of what they run. Yeah. That is. Yeah. That's that is pretty expensive. I mean, you could get into systems. Uh, you know, that get up to. Ten thousand dollars for sure. those showers. Uh, if, you, if you put in a whole conversion system, yeah. If you got to cut out the plumbing and move the drains and the concrete, no, or... nothing has to be moved. Oh Everything no, everything stays the same. Too much. It, it's Way too much. for a, for a for a tile man who knows what he's doing. That's a everyday pretty easy job. Yep. And and uh, and 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 if you'll drop, do you do email, Rebecca? Yes. Sir. Okay. Get, drop me an email, and I'll be happy to email you the name and number of the uh, the gentleman that does all of my tile work and has for about the last eight years, and uh, and and I, he will do a fantastic job for you. And and I it will it will it will surprise you pleasantly. Very good. Thank okay. you so much. You're sure welcome. Thank you very much, Rebecca. Appreciate you being a part of the show this morning. Uh, let's go to Ann. Get Ann in there. Good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Hello, thank you for taking my call. You're sure welcome. Um, I have a, um, can I ask two questions? Sure. Okay, uh, since you were talking about master bath showers, we moved into our home, uh, I guess we've lived here a little over 10 years, and after about five years, our shower backs up against the shower um um, the faucet and everything back up against our closet. <clears throat> and we discovered that water was leaking from the side of the shower and also somehow from the back of the shower into our closet. So we had, we've had several people out just to try to find the source of the leak. There's nothing wrong with the tile or anything. We only used it about five years. And nobody that we've had out could find the source of the leak. So what we've been told is we're just going to have to redo everything in the shower because obviously something wasn't done. I mean, they've sealed the shower pan and then um, used, like, clear caulk to seal here and there and everywhere. Do you have any suggestions? As to who would be a good troubleshooter? You, you know, there there are leak experts out there that do nothing but track down leaks, and, and you can they're extremely expensive um, to get them to come out and do this type of work. Um, how are just to redo the shower? Oh, probably not. Um, ha, yeah. Dwayne had a good question. What was your question, Dwayne? Well, you know, a lot of times we saw the showers, uh, you know, the, the grouts are very, very porous. And, uh, you know, a lot of homeowners don't know, but if you use a standard grout and a tile, they have urethane grouts today that never need to be sealed. But these grouts, they wick the water behind there, and they will cause a traffic of leaking. So actually, sometimes the grout needs to be redone and sealed, and that would solve your problem. Uh, then you could have a shower pan leak, too, sometimes on the, on the drain housing 
of a shower pan, but that shouldn't put it back to your closet. Uh, so I would start with, if you have a tile shower, is to you know reset, uh, just get redo all the grout. I'm going to give you another possibility. Uh, we and we had this issue in an upstairs bathroom in our house, and the bathroom itself and the plumbing for the shower backed up into the attic. So luckily, we could walk into the attic. We have a walkable attic. We could walk into the attic and actually look at the plumbing that was not sealed up because it was not sheetrocked on the back side. And we found that there was a, a breach in the uh, in in the, um, the 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 faucet. So whenever you turned on the the water, it was spraying out the back of the that. tub. Yeah. And that is a possibility on yours as well. But that doesn't necessarily no, I, mean. Let me let me tell you, they uh, the since the shower head and everything that. Uh, is on the shower, is on the closet wall. They cut out all the sheetrock to look at all that um, all the pipes, and nothing was leaking. They also filled up, <clears throat> pardon me, filled up the um, bottom of the shower, and that didn't leak. Well, it sounds and like we, you've you've already done pretty extensive leak testing. So, wow. And we had a new door put in. We had one of those seamless glass doors put in, and that didn't seem to help or not. I mean, seemed to help. So maybe it's the grout. Who is a grout specialist? I've never heard of that. You know what? Uh, you don't need a grout specialist. You just need to go to one of your favorite big box stores, go to the tile section, and ask them for grout sealant for a shower. And they'll point you in the right direction. You can take it. Um, you you put it on. You can put it on all of the tile and the grout and everything. You don't have to get a little pin and just do the grout. Uh, you'll use a cellulose sponge. You will apply it over the entire surface, and then you will wipe down your tile uh, in just a few minutes so you get all of the residue off of the tile, and you're going to be good to go. And I would let it dry for a good 24 hours and then give it another another shot. Oh, thank you so much. The other question I had was we have a small – we're senior citizens – and we have a flag, a small flagstone porch, and um, it's out in the sun and the rain and everything. And when we first moved here, someone told us we didn't need to have it sealed, but now we do need to have it sealed. And the concrete is beginning to um, come apart between the flagstone. Okay. Do you have somebody or a or a suggestion of someone who could repair the concrete and then seal the whole thing. Uh, do you do you have somebody that you recommend to do that type of work? It's it's really just a tucking and pointing job is is what it's going to be, and then sealing it. Yeah, I, I, I do. I you know uh, go ahead and uh, you can send me an email. It's at Dwayne at RoofFixSA dot com, and that's D U A N E at RoofFixSA dot com, and I'll make sure I'll get you. Uh, Somebody, we we I've been working with a lot of those guys because we've saw a lot of damage out in the Dominion around the swimming pools, on right? The yeah, uh-huh. and uh, I have some really good affordable contractors you can deal directly with. Could you please say that again a little slower? Yes, Dwayne Dwayne D U A N E at RoofFixSA.com, and that's R O O F F I X S A dot com. No, I can spell roof fix. I just, <laughs> I was yeah. trying to write, and I couldn't remember. Thank you so much. Yes, no ma'am, man. Very Merry Christmas to you. Show. Thank you, ma'am. Bye-bye. 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 Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back, everybody. It is the KTSA Home Improvement Show. It's 942 on AM 550 KTSA. 
uh, FM 1071. I'm Martin Bamba. Jim's off this weekend, but we've got Dwayne Charping in from Roof Fix sitting in, and we appreciate it so much, man. Yep, thank you for having me be here, and uh, you know, hello to everybody out there. If you've got those roofing questions, give me a call. And since Jim's not here to say it, I'm here to say it. We're here to help. So right. uh, give us a call, 210-599-5555, 210 210- Five nine nine fifty five fifty five. It's all about you, your home improvement questions from the roof to the foundation and everything in between. Uh, in particular, the roof would be a good one today. We'd love to talk to you about the roof because we got the roof guy in here today. We'd love to talk to you about that. But any question you have on your mind, let's go to Steve. Steve, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Well, good morning. Good uh, morning. Simple question for you. I like uh, the simple ones. <laughs> uh, I moved into an apartment. And whenever I flush the toilet in one of the bathrooms, uh, black stuff comes out of the, the water release, you know, around the rim. Somebody told me there was a product that I could pour in that tube uh, in the toilet that would clean all that stuff out. Are you aware of anything like that? You know, there's there's probably a product or two that will help you with that. The The bottom line is it's probably old um, and, and worn-out rubber around the gasket seal, the, the flapper in the toilet or the tube or both, uh, that is producing okay. that, that black. It's the rubber that's deteriorating and breaking down is what you're seeing. So the best thing to do would be to have that replaced. And if you're in an apartment... Um, you you can have your your super or your your uh, maintenance guy uh, perform that work for you, and and I would just tell them you know it's it's time to replace that, and and uh, if you want to tell a little white one, you can say well it it the, the toilet just keeps running, and and I think the flapper needs to be replaced, and and get them to do it for you. So you think it's the flapper, not the uh, the thing that the flapper shuts down on? Mm, probably not the thing that the flapper shuts down on, but that's easy to replace as well. Uh, because again, because you're in an apartment, you probably don't want to do it yourself. You would want to have your maintenance guy do it, um, just yeah. just for liability purposes. I was hoping you weren't going to say, "I live in an apartment. Can I knock out a wall?" Um, because that you can't do that. Um, but uh, but <laughs> but if if you can't get your guy to do it, if you can't get the maintenance guy to do it, or they won't do it for you, it is so easy to do. It's 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 probably a yeah. you know a fifteen dollar part and and a half an hour worth worth of work. Yeah, I've I've done it before. I didn't even think about that because uh, it started about eight flushes after I moved in. Uh, okay, uh, that that I w- uh, that I will take care of. Thank you. Merry Christmas to y'all. Merry Christmas, right, Merry Steve. Christmas. Thanks for calling this morning. Thanks for being a part of our show. Uh, let's get to Mike. Mike, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Hey, happy holidays, fellas. Right back I, at I you. Qu- yeah, I got a question about uh, uh, roofing. And it's really not the roof itself. I'm going to put a metal roof on a new building. But I'm going to put in a water collection system. And I was just wanting to get some advice on gutters and, you know, that kind of thing, uh, since you've got a roofing guy on there uh, today. Sure. Um, as far as gutters go, uh, what, what I will tell you that we install and that we recommend, of course, we can do the 5-inch gutters. But we heartily recommend the six-inch gutters with the oversized downspouts, and that's what I would recommend in this case as well. Um, and then, and then, of course, your water collection. There's there's a variety of uh, of different types of receptacles and, and water collection systems that you can use that will work in conjunction with that. Absolutely, that's what I'd recommend <laughs> too. You know, five inch doesn't really work. The water flow comes off too fast on right. a metal roof, so uh, that's great advice. And you can definitely handle that for them too. Absolutely, yeah, would be happy to help you okay. with that. All right, good deal. So, you know, just 
just try and go for the six-inch gutters. That's the main thing. I, I would recommend the six-inch gutters if you have uh, trees around your house or, or any kind of debris that you feel might get into them. I would certainly um, invest in the in the leaf protection system, whether you do it with Window World or you do it with somebody else. Um, definitely look into the leaf protection as is well. It, is this a commercial building? Yeah, what, what it, it's going to be a barn dominium is what basically okay. I know to put it. Yeah, and uh, you know the, the the groundwater is pretty iffy in that area where I'm going to be building. And uh, are you down? Are you down south or where are you? Yeah, it's going to be down south. Okay, uh, and uh, yeah, it's not in the the, uh, the San Antonio area there. So it, uh, yeah, they, it, I've, I've done these water collection systems before, but it was always for wildlife water. And this one is going to be a little bit bigger scale. Uh, well, when you said the when you said the groundwater is not great, Mike, I'm, uh, I'm and what immediately comes to mind. I don't want to offend anybody who's listening down there, but it won't offend you. You'll agree with me. Uh, during the cotton dusting season down in the coastal bend area, all of the water tastes like cotton dust. Yeah. 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 So I, I understand you, that. Yeah. <laughs> it, uh, yeah. It. Uh, you know, just the groundwater is so salty, you just can barely. Uh, stand it, you know, and it's, uh, you know, we put it through a water heater, it gets smelly, and uh, I mean, it, it's just all those kind of problems. So. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Well, and, you know, and, and water collection is a great way to conserve as well. There's there's lots of good reasons to do it. Yeah. Anyway. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much. Yes, sir. Right, good luck welcome. to you, Mike. Appreciate it. Happy holidays to you. It's uh, 947 on AM 550 KTSA FM 107.1, and uh, Dwayne Charping's in here with me this morning. Appreciate that so much. Yep, and to be here. and before we uh, before we got on air uh, today, we were talking about some great new um, specials that you have going on for the holiday season for the winter. And uh, why don't you tell everybody about those? Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of our gifts here in December we're giving back is we're doing fifty percent off the of labor. And this is on all of our roofings. This is going to be your metal roofs, your uh, shingle roofs, and also your tile roofs. So. You know, uh, but we also in December, a good way to pay for that, zero money down, zero interest, and zero payments until 2022. So we're really excited to bring that to y'all. And uh, you can learn more about it by going to RoofixSA.com or give us a call at 210-FIX-ROOF and, uh, you know, get on our schedule. But, you know, also is a great time to get your roof inspected, you know, as we were talking earlier. Absolutely, yeah. You know, uh, we see a lot of things going on with that ventilation on roofs. You know? Yes, and, and I'll hold that thought because I do want to talk about that. Yeah, yeah, uh, I do want to talk about that. We're going to talk about some, some do's and don'ts of what you should do with your roof, inspect your roof, and do with your roof during the wintertime and the, and the colder months, especially if we, if we have some ice storms or, or any really severe weather, which is always a possibility, right? Absolutely. And we'll talk about that in just a few minutes. All right. Don is pulling out the good stuff this morning. Love it. Welcome, everybody, back to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Very nice. Very nice. 952 on AM 550 KTSA, FM 1071. Also the same group? Or is this somebody else? Same group? Tell me, Dirty Honey is the name? Yeah. Uh, guess what I'm downloading whenever I leave the studio today? 
that. Uh, get yourself a phone line, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Uh, I'm Martin Bamba. That's Dwayne Sharping from Roof Fix, uh, filling in for Jim this morning. Hello, hello. And we are here to help everybody. Uh, let's get to Steve. Steve, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Hey, Martin, uh, William, uh, thanks for taking my call. i got a question about siding. Yes, sir. Anything I can do to help you? Okay, so I've got a project going where um, I've got old T111 plywood siding where kind of like the lower half of the uh, the gable end of the building is, uh, that's those boards are rotted out, but the upper ones are kind of in good condition, and the product I'm putting up is Allura, which is a fiber support uh, lap siding. Okay. And they're saying that they want to have 716-inch OSB for structural support, so I took off those uh, T111 on the bottom part, and I replaced the 716, but you know the T111 I'm working with is like, uh, it's thicker than that. It's uh, uh, more more than half an inch. So there's a little gap there, so as I climb up there with my lap siding, um, there's going to be a little space, um, I believe, uh, even though as I angle them over, they're straight forward, so they won't bend or flex. Is that okay to do if I can go up my OSB section and then continue on and there will be like a little discontinuity. It will be covered, but you see what I'm describing? Yeah, you're, you're talking about the offset between your gable and your uh, and your actual wall, correct? Well, um, it's, it, the, the gable sticks out about a, a quarter inch, half an inch further than the wall below it, correct? So I guess uh, uh, that's the that's the mechanics of it, but it's actually the lower half of the gable and the upper half of the gable. So I, uh, the lower half I've replaced all with OSB 760 inch, but the upper half I'm planning on leaving the old stuff in there and, and siding over the top of that because the Allura de- um, instructions say that that's okay as long as it's structurally sound. Well, I, I, I guess I guess my question is, why would you not have gone back uh, with what you replaced with the same thickness of product that you already had? That would have been the better way to do it. Uh, if I were doing it, that's that's the way I would have done it. But um, well, I couldn't find it in the store. Okay, okay. Could you have gotten half-inch plywood, maybe, or or no? Well, uh, considerably more expensive. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe would have been worth it paying for. Yeah. Well, there's not really going to be a way to do it without it being noticeable. How big? How big of an offset is it? Would you say a quarter inch, eighth inch? Oh, it's not even that. It's oh. maybe an eighth. Yeah. Just caulk under it. Maybe. Yeah. I, is it is it a big enough uh, is it a big enough offset that you think that maybe it would benefit uh, doing some type of a flashing there? Um, maybe, maybe that's something I should put some Z flashing. Yeah, if, if you if you could put a Z flashing there um, that that can can cover that offset and then put your siding over that, that to me would be the best way to do it. Whenever we have those offsets, when we're doing a siding job and we have the offset, which you often have between the wall and the gable, and and, and oftentimes it's a half an inch plus. We always build. We always uh, break a piece of uh, of L flashing and flash that, so you have uh, a, your your exposed edge on the bottom is then covered and and finished. Right. Okay. And you could do okay, that with what you're good. doing too. Yeah, I think I, I think I can do that. You know, the other question is, I got I'm doing it with scaffolding, and it's a two story building, so I'm going up like four or five flights of uh, scaffolding. Is it okay to do that without some sort of a tie-off to building? And if there, if you need to tie off, can I just nail something into a stud on the wall and, and then, uh, you know, uh, t- 
two by four over to my scaffolding as a tie-off, or do I really need that? It well the. The question I would have is, what is your terrain like that your scaffolding is sitting on? Uh, because I can tell you that, that many times, if, if you're going up just you know four sections, three sections, um, you, you're not going to need a tie-off if, if your terrain is level and flat. It is, yeah. It's okay. level and flat. It's just high. So like, but if it's that high, I would tell you, uh, I'm, I'm a guy who doesn't care for heights very much. Me too. Uh, yeah. I, would, I would tie it off if I could, yeah. Okay. And is that a good way to do it? Nailing in? Is there enough pull-out strength? I would screw. I would screw it in, um, rather than nailing it in. And I would use several three-inch screws. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Uh, Thanks for the uh, robust answer. I appreciate the help. (laughs) You're sure welcome, Steve. Thanks for being a part of the show this morning. I really do appreciate it. Uh, Love the siding questions. Um, Yeah, and 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 siding is one of those things that you can do it yourself, but boy, it's it's not an easy job. It really isn't. No, especially, I mean, you custom bend all those flashing details and things that just homeowners have a hard time to attend with. So I could see why his question was so right. difficult, you know? Yeah, and, and he would have made... it easy. Well, know, with your, it, your equipment that they don't have, you know, to build. If you, you know. do it every day, it, it becomes a little easier. And, right. and uh, like anything else, I mean, I, I don't rebuild engines every day. I, I use this correlation, and certainly uh, Louis Sirianni would understand this. But rebuilding an engine, in, an engine to him is easy. Right? right to me, extremely difficult. Difficult. Can I do it if I read the instructions and I took some online tutorials and I took about three or four weeks? I could probably do what he could do in about a day and a half. So, <laughs> right, right. But you probably have to do and it his, twice. And his job, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Then I have to take it apart and redo it. Right. right. So, uh, so yeah, it's all in what you do and what you do professionally. And and uh, but best of luck to you, Steve. I think you're going to do great. Uh, hey, we got to take a break. It's the top of the hour. We're going to take a break. Gary, if you want to hang on, we'd love to talk to you first when we come back in the second hour. Martin Bamba, this week, Dwayne Charping sitting in for Jim. We'll be back to answer more of your questions on the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Yeah, welcome back, everybody. It is the KTSA Home Improvement Show. 10.06 on AM 550 KTSA FM 107.1. I'm Martin Bamba, along with Dwayne Sharping. Hello, hello. He's the roof guy. That's right. From Roof Fix. Uh, you hear him every Sunday here on KTSA, and of course you, you see his commercials on TV, and uh, if you ever need any kind of roofing done, roofing inspections, or roofing repairs, or especially roof replacement, he's your guy. He's got some good stuff going on for uh, for for December and probably into January that's going to save you some money. We'll talk about that as the show goes on. Uh, but it's all about you, your home improvement questions, your calls, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555 is the number to get in on the conversation. Gary, you're coming right up. Uh, I do want to remind you that, uh, that that my team is out at the Helotus uh, Market Days today. Helotus Market Days, the first Saturday of every month uh, out in Old Town and Newtown Helotus. Definitely want to go by and check out all the great stuff out there, especially this one in particular for all of your Christmas shopping and and all of those uh, types of needs this time of year. It's just a beautiful time to go out to Helotus and check it out. There's going to be a big crowd out there, lots of food booths and lots of craft booths and and you name it. But the Window World team is going to be out there. And I'm trying to remember, I think that Alex and Dennis and, uh, and, and Rob, our sales manager this morning, 
Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Rob, Rob uh, told me who's going to be out there this morning. Uh, Leah, Alex, and Dennis are all going to be out there this morning. Go by, say hi to them. Tell them I sent you. Tell them Martin said come by and say hi. Uh, we, of course, we've got our Window World uh, windows and siding on display out there, and we'd love to answer any questions that you have. Go on by and see us at uh, Holotus Market Days today in Holotus. Bring out the whole family. It's a lot of fun. Uh, let's see here. Okay, let's get back to Gary. Gary, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning. Thanks for taking my call this morning. Yes, sir. How can we help you this morning? Well, first of all, Martin, I'm joined by first winter with my new Windows World windows. Well, I am so happy to hear that. Impressive. And, Dwayne, I'm enjoying my TPO membrane roof on my patio. <laughs> well, awesome. <laughs> we're, we're covering them in all areas today, right, Dwayne. Right. Uh, yes, sir. Thank you. And both of you guys have great install teams. They were just terrific to work with we love hearing that gary thank you very much yeah that means a lot to us you you bet so the reason i'm calling today is um my patio that is i don't know a 20 by 30 patio comes off the roof you know you guys uh, Dwayne, put the tpo on the uh support post six by six support posts are rotted at the bottom on top of the concrete which is oh probably about six inches raised up off of uh off the ground Uh, i don't really want to take out seven feet of six by six and replace it just because the bottom's all rotted out what kind of suggestions might you have that i could i could fix that uh you don't necessarily have to take the entire thing out and 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 i, I missed the very first part this the, the six by sixes are on what now they're on uh, part of the concrete slab okay and the slab is raised up off of the ground by at least six inches so it's kind of a step up onto the slab, and the posts are on both corners and one in the middle of the outer part of the slab okay. to hold up the patio roof. Okay. Uh, yeah, there, there are a couple of ways that you can handle that. Uh, one of them, Dwayne is, is suggesting, is, of course, the metal brackets that you can put underneath um, that, right. that will help uh, stop that rot in the future. If you want to go a little more decorative, there there's uh, certainly uh, the, the way that I think would look really great is uh, is to take your your posts and and wrap them if you will uh, with uh, and, and these are two two by sixes four by sixes six by sixes six by sixes okay wrap them with six by sixes um, you, first thing you do is is wrapping them with six by you you're not gonna wrap them with six by sixes uh, wrap them with two by sixes I should say with a two by six do a do a, a, a an angle cut at the top to give it a decorative top. And then basically wrap those posts with it all the way around on four sides, if you can possibly do that. Okay. And and it'll give you a really nice uh, decorative look at the bottom, but it will also give you support. Are you talking like a base trim? Yeah, like yeah. Do it well, on the very base. Yeah, yeah, yeah go, I've go seen up. That done on your yeah on your jobs where it has that real nice trim around the bottom. Yeah, absolutely. And you can go up two feet, a foot and a half, whatever you like, just to give it a, a little decorative base to it. But it also with a two by six. It's going to give you some good support as well. Gotcha. Okay, and that and that's what I was also worried about because it's rotted out at the bottom, and you know the support has got to be going away. Yeah, and if it's if it's rotted, the the only other answer, and you don't have to replace the whole thing, although it's it, you know it's not terrible if you do, but a, but a six by six is that's that's a hefty chunk of change when you're replacing multiple six by sixes. Um, you can cut that bottom piece out and do what Dwayne had suggested and, and get one of those metal brackets that you had, uh, that you attach to the concrete with concrete anchors 
and then the post uh, you you sandwich the post and and you know connect it to the post that way. The good thing about that is it keeps your post off of the ground and out of uh, moisture and water, so it won't rot again. Right, right. And I've got to think that the slab has some sort of steel bolts or something coming up out of it to hold the bottom of the post, right? Should, yes. Yeah. Okay, so that, that metal bracket could either attach to that or with other concrete fasteners but then uh is that metal bracket typically something thin enough i could still do the the uh two by six trim something around the bottom and hide the bracket yes sir it sure is okay all right i like that idea um that'll be a permanent that'll be a permanent fix for you what what kind of wood would i use a pressure treated or cedar Uh, i would use cedar i think cedar looks great um it's beautiful it's long lasting it's it's bug resistant uh there's there's lots of good reasons to use cedar if you can it's going to be more expensive but it sure looks good yeah i think that's what these are or cedar they're rough sod well if you have cedar already then i absolutely would go with cedar yes sir absolutely okay okay gotcha all right well that's very helpful i appreciate uh you taking my call today and you guys got great teams thanks for uh for being out there and getting the word out. Thanks right. thanks for Thank being you. a great valued customer, Gary. We appreciate you very much. And uh, let's see here. Let's go to Roland. Roland, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning. Good morning. How can we help you, Roland? Yes, yes sir. I've got a, a walk-in shower and, and the base. With, with a, it's got tile around it, and the base uh, with the lower part of the tile meets the base. Uh, the, the grouting is starting to erode a little still hasn't it hasn't uh, got real bad but i mean it started to erode where you can start seeing chipping away and i'm just wondering uh what do i use to i mean do i have to take all that grout out or do i have to just uh fill it in uh i would take out as much of the loose grout as you possibly can before you go to repair it okay and and then go back in and regrout everything at that point. But you don't want any of that loose grout in there that's going to you know it's going to uh, you know impact your your new grout, which it can if it's already letting loose. You want to get it, the loose grout out as much as you possibly can. You want to make sure that the surface is as clean as humanly possible. Get you some good okay. um, uh, bleach cleaner. Scrub the grout before you go to redo it, so you're not uh, worrying about any kind of mildew or mold or anything that's going to impact the the adhesion of the new grout. Okay, and uh, how do you call it on the grout? Do I uh, what kind do I buy, or what brand, or what you know? Well, it depends on what you currently have. If you currently have a sanded grout, then you want to get a sanded grout. If you have a urethane grout, you want to get a urethane grout. My guess is, how old is how old is this uh, project that you're working on currently? It was built. The house was built back in 2010. Yeah, it's not going to be urethane. Um, so, um, just just get a good um, sanded grout that uh that's going to match what you have if if you like the color that you have if if not do something else and um and, and then go back in and be sure that once you've done it you use a good grout sealant on it when you're done put a sealer on top of that yes Absolutely. sir okay how long how long do i let it dry the uh, you know, it'll have directions on the bag. Um, I, I would give it a good 24 hours at least. Okay, 24 hours. Okay. And what was that polyurethane sealant for? I mean, the... Well, there's a, there's a urethane grout uh, that if you use the urethane grout, you don't necessarily have to seal it because it's got the sealant built into it. Oh, okay. But that okay. would entail completely 
uh, removing your grout and regrouting everything. And it's definitely not owner, uh, you know, it's not uh, do-it-yourselfer friendly. I will tell you that, no. you know, when you use regular grout, you get that little haze, and the next day you come and clean it up. If you get that right. haze with a urethane grout, it you're stays. never cleaning it up. <laughs> so you right. really, oh. you got to clean it up instantly as you're applying it, and it is a okay. lot more technical. It, it is, that's true. Okay, so just use the regular grout then. Well, and, and you're going to need to because that's what you currently have, and the urethane's not going to work well with what you currently have. Oh, okay. Okay. Okay, well. All right. Okay, thank you for, for your help, sir. Hey, Roland, thank you. We appreciate that. And uh, joining me today in Jim's absence, it's Dwayne Charping with Roof Fix. Thank you. Thank you, Dwayne. You're welcome. Appreciate you being here. It's uh, 1024. On AM 550 KTSA FM 107.1, phone lines are open 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. That's the number to get in on the conversation this morning with your home improvement questions. As we go to Matt. Matt, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning. I have been trying to get a hold of you guys, and I keep missing, but that's all right. I'm here now. Well, we're glad. All right. Uh, I have a couple of quick indoor-outdoor questions. Yes, sir. Shoot. Outdoor. Uh, if you have a given budget and you had your choice between redoing the siding versus putting a water softener system in, which would be your best choice, your preferred choice? Two very different projects. Um, yes. Yeah, two very different projects. So it's, that's uh, it's a tough, tough question to answer because... Um, what, what, what kind of what kind of shape is your siding in? Yeah, right. Uh, the outside is cedar, and for the most part, it's probably about eighty percent uh, usable. I, I would say siding siding would be, and Dwayne's right about this. You're you're looking at uh, the, the protection of the exterior of your home, the appearance of the exterior of your home, resale value, uh, comfort level maintenance, the, all of those things tie in to your siding. Uh, now, a, a water softener is a great thing. I have a water softener. I recommend water softeners to anyone who doesn't have one. But if you're going to pick one or the other, the siding would be my choice first. Okay. Um, I've seen a few houses that have had the this out the wrapping called Tyvek. Yes, sir. Is that good to put under there? And is that something that Render World uses? Uh, yes, sir. We do use Tyvek. Um, there are other house wraps out there, but Tyvek is certainly the most well-known and well-respected of, of, of those. They were the ones who really and truly uh, pioneered and perfected that product and, and how it's used and why it's used and all of those things. So, yes, we do use Tyvek. Uh, we also have several different siding systems um, that, that uh, are suitable for different applications uh, our 6000 series insulated wall system is what we most hardly recommend and uh and would love to talk to you about that i'm going to be calling you guys next week to set some have somebody come out here and talk yes sir we'd, we'd be happy to help you and we can answer all of your questions at that time as well okay uh and the second one is interior bath remodeling who do you guys like in this area you know, that's that's a tough one. We had a call earlier in the show. I don't know if you were listening last hour or not, Matt, but we had a, a caller that uh, was very early in the show, and she had a company come out and uh, was looking at doing a bath conversion into a shower and changing out a vanity in a bathroom, and she had gotten a quote for $25,000. 
and um, and there are companies out there that that are charging that for that type of remodel. And and listen, um, <laughs> um, I don't know what their what their products are worth or what they cost them or what their labor costs are. So I'm not going to, you know, pretend that I, I I think that that's a horrible price. In my mind, I wouldn't spend twenty five thousand dollars to do that type of a remodeling project on a bathroom. Um, uh, there there there. Are very few companies that I will recommend for that. What type of work do you want to have done in that bathroom? Uh, currently, the both bathrooms are standard tub shower configuration. Uh, the master bath, I would like to have the tub ripped out and just have a shower stall installed. I got somebody for you for that. Oh, okay. If you will, uh, if you will, drop me an email. I will be happy to send you that information. Uh, he is the guy that I use on all of my bathroom remodels whenever I uh, do any shower conversions of any kind or any kind of tile work, for that matter. Okay. What's your, what's your email, sir? It's m-b-o-m-b-a-m-bomba at windowworldtx.com. M-b-o-m-b-a, correct? That is correct, yes, sir. Upper or lowercase, or does it matter? All, all lowercase. Good. Okay. And uh, and I'll be happy to pass that information on to you, and you let us know when you're ready for that siding work, okay? Great. I will probably, well, when I send you the email, which I probably will do today or tomorrow, uh, could I set up a uh, appointment? Uh, yeah, I, I can't set it up for you, but what I can do is pass it on to my office, and they will be happy to call you and set that up for you. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you, Matt. We appreciate it. Merry Christmas to you. Same to you, sir. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Let's get one more in here before we go to break. Uh, Your phone call is coming right up at 210-599-5555. Right now we go to Cliff. Cliff, good morning. Welcome to the show. Morning, sir. Good morning. Um, I've got a question. uh, It's not on Windows. I've got a hydraulic ram in the plumbing, and I'm wondering uh, what can be done about that. I've I've tried uh, draining the pipes and uh, uh, without success. So, so you, you've, you've burped your lines, um, and that hasn't helped you with that? That's correct. Okay. Uh, Dwayne, any, any uh, thoughts on, on that? Uh, you know, I mean, what uh, what led to the problem? I mean, that's uh, that's uh, really yeah, not uh, enough how, information. How long has it been going on? How long have you yeah. had the problem? When did you first notice it? Uh, well, it's been some time now. Uh, it, it's not, you know, it's not aggressive, and it's it's in the in the bathroom, uh, master bathroom area uh, only. Okay. Not, not, uh, not into the kitchen area. So, have you turned the uh, the valve off to your toilet, and then turned it back on? Has have you tried that yet? No, I usually did not flush the toilet during the uh, when I turned the water off. In other words, I left it full. Okay. So that would be the same thing as turning the turning mm-hmm. the valve off. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, sir. Uh, hmm. That that one. Uh, I know that Jim would probably have an answer for that because he he definitely <laughs> he, would. he loves definitely. he loves these questions and. Uh, uh, plumbing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what? I, I wish that I had a good answer for you, Cliff. But, but do me a favor. Um, it, it, uh, listen in next week. Jim will be here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pose the same question to him. And I know we've had the same question before. 
Um, the water hammer is is just a it's one of those phenomenon that uh, there's a lot of things that can cause it, um, but you know typically burping the lines and and getting the air out of the lines takes care of it. So that's that's uh, unusual. Um. Well, is there do you, do you have a recommendation anybody we could call that maybe would come and listen to it? Uh, sure, yeah. Any any good plumbing company, but if uh, uh, Quarter Moon Plumbing is a is a good one. What area of town are you in? Uh, just north of the airport, Thousand Oaks. Oh yeah, yeah. Quarter Moon would be great. Aramindia Plumbing. Um, there's there's several good plumbing companies out there that could help you out. All right, sir. Thank you for your time, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas Merry to you, Christmas. Cliff. Thank you very much. Thanks for, uh, for for the call and the question this morning. We appreciate that. Oh, welcome back, everybody. It's the KTSA Home Improvement Show. It's 1037 on AM 550 KTSA FM 1071. My name is Martin Bamba. That is Dwayne Charping from Roof Fix. Hello, hello. And uh, he's hanging out with me this morning uh, in Jim's absence. Jim's taking the weekend off, uh, some time with family, and we thank you for making us a part of your Saturday morning routine. We really do appreciate that. want to uh, also remind you that coming up later on this morning, we've got Louis Siriani and the KTSA Automotive Show hitting the airwaves about 11.05. And then later on this afternoon, uh, Mike Hermes and the What's It Worth show is also coming up on KTSA. So be sure to stick around and check out all the great uh, self-help and 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 and, and, and uh, automotive and real estate and all the good stuff that happens on KTSA every Saturday morning. Uh, today uh, on this show, as it is every Saturday, it's the uh, Home Improvement Show where we answer your home improvement questions. Uh, maybe you've got a project that you're working on, something you've been thinking about doing for a very long time, just didn't know quite where to start. Uh, maybe you're looking for the right pro to help you out. Maybe, uh, eh, who knows, it could be anything. The roof, the foundation, plumbing, electric, siding, windows, you name it. All kinds of good stuff. It's all on the table today. 210-599-5555. And, Dwayne, you know, this time of year, although we live in South Te- South Texas and we don't experience a ton of, of really, really bad weather, it does happen. We've had ice storms here. Absolutely. Uh, we've had, uh, you know, certainly hail storms here. And in the wintertime, you never know what might happen with, a, with a, you know, a, a really strong cold front. In fact, I was watching on the news this morning that two years ago today, we had two inches of snow. Right, right. Right. So it, it happens. So uh, what are some things that people can look at on their roofs and, and, and inspecting their roofs? And what are some do's and don'ts uh, and myths about how to get ready for the wintertime with your roof? Right. You know, I mean, the big don't that we're seeing a lot of every winter, people are covering up their ventilation. You said something about the Bisqueen and the gable vents mm-hmm. earlier. You see, uh, you know, they sold these storm covers for like those whirly birds and people are putting those on. And that's absolutely the wrong thing to do. Those are made for when storms are going to come in. You know, winds are going to be real high, and it kind of protects them from spitting off your roof. But ventilation is very important all year round. Matter of fact, if you don't have proper ventilation, you'll gain condensation with that third temperature in your attic. So, you know, and that will make your insulation not as efficient. It's kind of like going out with socks that are wet. You know, you're just not going to be able to stay warm. So, you know, that's that's definitely what you want to look at uh, during this time. Also, rodent protection. You know, I, I hear what you're, you know, I bet ABC is doing a lot of business right now because us, we also use them. And uh, But, 
you know, they are finding ways into your roof causing roof damage too. So a, you know, we do a free annual inspection and we typically do our annual inspections in November, December, and January just because of that reason. So, you know, I would really, uh, take advantage of that there's no it's free there's no obligation and we'll come out and we'll do a uh, annual inspection to make sure that you're not getting any rodent damage during this time of the year or uh, make sure your ventilation is working properly because that will affect your energy bill majorly if it's not you know if you're not getting that ventilation done and and rodent damage uh is, is something that that's more common than you think especially uh, on your roof because the the rodents will find an area that may have a small breach and they'll exploit that and i i saw this on an aunt's house my aunt 20 years ago had me come out to her house and she was having problems with raccoons and i got up on her roof and there was an area uh where where uh, a valley came together and these raccoons had had literally dug and tore a hole that was big enough for them to get into and get into the attic through her roof. She had major problems. And we just had a call yesterday. Five baby raccoons or was it in his attic, you know? And wow, uh, he just got them removed. It was kind of a cute story. It sounded like the customer wanted to keep them, <laughs> but uh, we told him that was not a good idea. Uh, yeah, yeah. Note, note uh, to everybody: don't keep the little critters. That's not good. Yeah, but he asked us to get out there, and we went out there yesterday, and he dug through you know those plastic vet covers that you know builders may use. Oh yeah, there's some roofers that may use them. Those are really bad because they have a rubber gasket. They chew right into them. They open that plastic and there's a nice size hole for them to get in and that was the case here and uh he had you know five baby raccoons in his attic so yeah the boots on your roof jacks those are another thing that you really need to inspect this time of year absolutely yeah you know and i mean those could cost thousands of dollars in leak damage and so you know that's where you know roofing manufacturers would love to see the roofs getting inspected once a year we do free annual inspection out there so you know and it's really awesome technology because not only do we do thermal technology in the attic to make sure the ventilation is working properly, we're going to do a drone inspection, and this drone inspection will indicate wind, hail, any type of damage, but we're looking for penetrations in the roof, and the, a little rubber gasket can cost thousands of dollars of damage if you're getting leaks in there. So, you know, just... Then how much does it cost to replace one of those? Oh, my gosh. It was uh, under 50 bucks. You know, <laughs> so, under 50 so bucks. So a $50 piece could cost you thousands of dollars. Thousands Dollars, right yeah. well they they always uh you know what's the what's the old saying an ounce of pre- prevention is worth a pound of cure you know that's our biggest thing and what we want to offer the community is prevention roof care you know i mean a lot of people don't need a new roof and we we're a solution company that will give you many a different solutions before actually having to buy a roof but uh you know that's what i recommend there's so many people they get an inspection from us and there's nothing wrong with their roof but they're in our data system the first time there's a storm arrives we deploy right away and make sure that zip code is uh, our customers in our database are taken care of so there's a there's a lot of good things you can do this yourself too i mean but be very careful getting on your roof. oh please do please you know. do yeah, it's not for everybody should get, just climb up on their roof. I'll tell you, uh, just a short story. I, I went up on a roof, and I, you know, you, you got to be the servant before you become the master. So every year I elect to go to work with a crew, and they really work me to death. But this last job that I picked, and I'm going to do a better job next year picking what roof I'm going to go work on with my crew. 
But it was a Perfectly 12 a flat, on, flat one story. Yeah, it was a 12 on 12 pitch. I got all the way up. I climbed up oh, on that roof. No. And everywhere I stepped, I damaged the shingle because of my weight. Oh. And I'm telling you, I, I thought I was going to have to call the fire department to get me off this roof. And, uh, so, I mean, you know, it, it can be really scary if you don't do it every day. And I don't get on roofs as an owner. I would love to tell you I did. But, uh, you know, my, my business in the roof industry was when I was very young. And I just don't have those same knees. And right. I'm, I'm telling you, those guys are athletes that are up there doing those roofs because not only was I winded, and that's where the anxiety came from. Yeah, I got all the way up to that peak. You're I fatigued was winded, already. I was fatigued, and you know, and I think I'm in pretty good shape. But, you know, not like these guys. You know? No. I mean, I'm not kidding you. I thought I was going to have to call the fire department to get me off that roof. Uh, I've, I've, and you feel like you, you're slipping as you're coming down. So just be very careful if anybody's going to inspect their own roof. But just remember, we'll do it for you for free. Have you ever fallen off a roof? I have never fallen off a roof. I have. Yeah. I fell off a roof one time. Uh, thank God it was single story, and I fell into grass and not on the pavement. Uh-huh. Uh, landed flat on my back. Uh, knocked the wind out of me, scared the you-know-what out of me, uh, but I wasn't hurt severely, but it gave me uh, a total respect for what to do if you are on a roof and how you have to pay attention every second. You know, I, I had a small, almost heart attack watching one of my installers. We induced the roof shampooing, and we mm-hmm. can clean tile and slate roofs. But when we put our chemical on the slate roof, we had to re- just create a whole safety way to clean these roofs because, man, I had an eager 24-year-old, Pedro's his name, one of our service techs. He got up there. One story, thank God. We're all watching and seeing how this roof is coming clean because you typically can't get these type of roofs clean. And he's getting it clean, and he steps on to as that slime comes out of that tile, and he comes sliding mm. down. He caught the end of the gutter, fell and stood right on his feet, looked at us all, and started getting right back up that ladder to go back and do the job again. <laughs> and I mean, we're all there. You know, I was so puzzled. Oh, those I young couldn't legs. even move to help them. You know, and yes, I, we we still joke about today, but you know, we wrote some serious procedures after that on how to keep our guys safe. Yeah, on those roofs yeah. Because... Slick roof is a dangerous roof always. Welcome back, everybody. It's the KTSA Home Improvement Show. 10.52 on AM 550 KTSA, FM 107.1, Martin Bamba, and uh, Dwayne Sharping with Roof Fix right here. Hello, hello. And uh, we got a couple hanging on. Nancy, you're going to be right up, but Keith, you're up next on the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Howdy ho, neighbors. How you doing there, Keith? I are just great. Uh, uh, Dwayne, how you doing? Doing wonderful. There's a voice I haven't heard in a while, <laughs> and uh, it's so uh, good to hear from you, Keith. Uh yeah, we moved our show on Sunday till five o'clock, Keith. But uh, man, it's really good hearing you. I hope you're doing real well and ready for Christmas. Oh, hey, for uh, for uh, I'm doing great to uh, still wake up in the morning. I <laughs> thank right. God every day I do. Absolutely. Well, is there anything we can help you with today, Keith? Hey, I'll tell you what, uh, Martin. Somebody needs to take your ladder away from you since you fell off a roof. Uh, I took, I took <laughs> my own ladder away from me. Roofs and uh, uh, I haven't fallen off yet, although I did get on a 12-12 pitch. And I made my son scotch the ladder real good, lean up against it. Of course, he weighs about 250 pounds. And I literally, it was after a hellstorm and all the granules that were loose. 
I slid down and hit that ladder. Mm. Absolutely. You know that well, I don't know. I, I don't know if I mentioned it, but when I fell off the roof, that was about 23, 24 years ago. I, I was oh, a much younger man. When, <laughs> right, then. right. Now I could expect it. Yeah, yeah, things break now. Yeah, things would break now if I did that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the, uh, the guy with the post on his porch. Yeah. Uh, for, uh, what he ought to do is look into polluted uh, aluminum columns. Well, he didn't want to replace. He didn't want to replace the entire post. That was his whole question. Was I? He knew he could replace them, but if I were doing it, I would do the same thing. I'd, I'd uh, you know, I, I love the uh, structural aluminum posts. They're fantastic. In fact, we sell them and install them. But, uh, but if you don't want to replace the whole post, we were trying to get him around that that fix there. And the and the one thing that he needs to do is get a uh, hydraulic jack and jack up the beam before he starts messing with the post. Exactly. Exactly. That's right. Get it leveled up. And the lady with the uh, um, banging on her water? Yeah. The guy? The gentleman, uh, yes. Yes. Uh, turn off the water, drain it all out, turn the water back on, and start closing your faucet, the lowest going up. Yep. And he said he did that, and that was what was dumbfounding about it, is he did do that, and it still didn't help. But, uh, but hey, listen, Keith, we appreciate you uh, chiming in and, and, uh, and, and helping us out this morning. We appreciate the love hearing from you, man, and uh, hope you have a wonderful holiday season, a very Merry Christmas. Absolutely. Good, hey, good very, Merry Chris- right. very Merry Christmas to you guys, and uh, um, y'all take care. All, All right, right, buddy. Thank Talk to you, you later. So Let's get to Nancy before we get out of here. Nancy, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Yes, hello. I heard you talking about roof and kitchen and bathroom remodeling. Who would you suggest they'd call for bathroom and kitchen remodeling? <laughs> Boy, that's the day for that today. And I need to get a bathroom and kitchen remodeler that I can actually uh, heavily recommend. I don't have uh, somebody that's a full-service kitchen remodeler that I, that I recommend right now as far as baths. If it if it comes to a tub and um, a tub conversion to a shower or any kind of tile work, I do have somebody for that for you. Uh, and if you'll drop me a, a line, uh, an email, I'll be happy to respond to you and get you that information. My email is mbomba at windowworldtx.com. Is that B-O-M-B-A? Yes, ma'am, it sure is. And just okay. make, make sure you get plenty of estimates. Uh, really uh, check those references. And you know if it's if it sounds too good to be true, it's probably is because it isn't. And uh, you know, is this? It's such a crazy market where the price is like the one. You know, it, it, a lot of things can change that cost and make them really expensive and inexpensive. But just make sure you do your research. That's why it's so hard for us to refer people in that industry uh, because uh, there's just so many people trying to do it. So make sure you look at their work and. Uh, yeah, I I only recommend it. people that I have had actually do work for me on at least two or three occasions and have done a great job for me um and 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 or i have somebody else in the industry like Dwayne or, or somebody like that that has had them do lots of work for them and they recommend them to me that's the only way i recommend anybody okay i appreciate that my last question is of my roof i heard you talking about animals and whatnot um i was looking at my roof the other day where i was looking for places to put lights and i saw over by the flashing on one side of the roof the, the shingles are raised up about an inch, maybe two inches, enough to see underneath. And it's towards the bottom of the roof, you know, the 
whatever I'm saying, the end to the loop. Yeah, okay. Uh, do some the problem. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're saying they're rolled up at the edge? It's, uh, no, not the edge. Well, it's about four or five inches from the edge. Yeah, that, you probably need to get fix out to take a look at that, Nancy. Yeah, yeah, we'll do a free inspection. There's no obligation for it. And, uh, you know, let our professionals get out there and make sure, you know, that gets back to that preventive maintenance. You know, we'll do that free of cost for you. Just call us at uh, 210-FIX-RIP. And uh, drop me a line at mbomba at windowworldtx.com. Check us out online at windowworldtx.com. We'll see you next week right here on the KTSA Home Improvement Show.